And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. What's up, Hustlers? Welcome back. This is Andrew Morgans, founder of Marknology, here as today's host of Startup Hustle, covering all things startups, e-com, Amazon, entrepreneurship. Uh, today we're going to be talking about um, some of the software tools that you can use for managing your Amazon business. And uh, I have uh, someone here I'm super excited for you guys to meet. Before I introduce him, like always, shout out to today's sponsor of Startup Hustle. It's sponsored by Fullscale.io. Hiring software developers is difficult. Fullscale can help you build a software team quickly and affordably and has a platform to help you manage that team. Visit Fullscale.io to learn more. Mark Jepson, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. How you doing? Hey, good. Super glad to have you. Um, you know, I, I know we we went we went at this one time and, and our uh, our recording got messed up. So thanks again for getting back on the show. I'm super excited to bring kind of your story to um, our audience and, and even talk about Managed by Six and uh, Managed by Stats and Carbon Six and everything that you guys are doing. Um, I love starting these shows out, just getting to know you and letting the audience kind of know some of your background and um you know your story there at managed by stats and even before that talk to me about um you know the first time you, you started thinking about being a business owner and entrepreneur is it something that goes all the way back to, to childhood is it something that kind of hits you after college um where, where did that first start yeah so interestingly enough i was it really started back in 2014 i before that i was uh doing different uh, different career paths. I kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do. Uh, I, I spent a good time in sales. Um, I spent uh, some time in, in marketing. And uh, and then I kind of took a, a completely kind of left turn and went into just computer uh, networking and uh, became a, a network engineer and did that for a couple of years. And, um, you know, I've always kind of been good with computers. So I was like, oh, I can learn that. So I dived into that, you know, did courses for it um, and, you know, did that for a few years. But um, in 2014, my dad uh, uh, got told about uh, uh, how to sell on Amazon and uh, that there was a course to do it. And um, and I was kind of like, well, OK, cool. You know, you go ahead and do that. Um, I'm going to just keep going on with what I have here. It's it's steady. It's it's working. And um, six months, six to nine months later, he was uh, he was making a lot of money, and uh, he was like, "Hey, this is doing really, really good. Um, I'm creating a software for it, and I think you should start getting into this." So I was like, "Okay." So I checked out the course. Uh, it was amazing selling machine, and um, you know, who, who, who's the founder of that course? I, I'm, uh, I don't yeah, know. Matt, uh, Matt Clark and uh, Jason Katzenbach. Um, Jason's kind of out of the picture right now, but, uh, Matt Clark is still there, uh, uh, rolling with it. Uh, it's, I think it's, they changed it maybe to like amazing.com. Um, but, um, yeah, so you know, it was a training course they started back in 2015 or 14 or maybe even 13. Um, 
And so I did their course, learned how to sell on Amazon, got my products launched um, and just kind of dived into to Amazon at that time. And it wasn't really real to me at the time that like, OK, I could do this full time. I could you know, I could make Amazon take over for everything else. Uh, you know, my father, he, he was having great success. My brands were kind of up and going, getting, you know, getting there, moving along. Um, what can, can I, can we pause right there for a second? What was like, just for fun? Yeah. Um, you know, what were a couple of your first products? Okay. So my first product was resistance bands. Okay. So that was right before it got super saturated. So I started off, I had, you know, just run of the mill, these little stretch resistance bands and I uh, did my own marketing and did my own stuff and, you know, was doing what they said to do on the course. And uh, so it, it took off. It did fairly well. Um, I then went into uh, muscle rollers. Okay. And, uh, uh, what else? There was uh, different types of, of stretch bands. So like the loop bands. And so I started going along that route, building out the brand with, with those kind of products. And, um, and then it got super saturated. So I was like, okay, I need to, I need to kind of switch gears. And, uh, so I, well, I'll save that story for another day. I went into, uh, into supplements and okay. that was, uh, that was insane, but, um, it was, it was good overall. Okay. But, let's, let's talk there because this is the good stuff. This is the good stuff. We're talking Amazon, right? And we're going to talk about software, but sometimes even knowing like the software we're going to talk about is like the, why did you guys come up with software? Why do we need it? You know? And, um, what's crazy is I actually got my start in Amazon in Clearwater uh, as well in 2013. Oh, wow. So that's actually where I got introduced. My first startup was in Clearwater. It was actually in Largo, uh, right there outside of Clearwater. Yeah. And uh, we were selling car parts online. But I wasn't doing my own product. I was employee number three for someone probably like your dad, basically. Okay. That was like a businessman, had heard about it, was like pushing into it, and it hired two young people, me being one of them. Uh, the other guy being on like the website, he like hired him for the web and me to figure out Amazon and eBay kind of thing. And, um, you know, we were trucking away when I, and I, someone had chosen the niche for me though. So it was like, in some ways it was a little bit easier because I was like not spending my own money on the products. I was like, you know, getting distributors and manufacturers. And then we started private labeling, tunnel covers and things like that. Yep. Um, but just was learning a ton. And I just think it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, I recently was just back there for an event with Carbon Six and, and the Rivley guys, and uh, there in Tampa, and it just felt good to be kind of like back where I started my Amazon journey. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Well, I live in Clearwater, so it's like that's what, that's what I'm getting at. We were not that far away, uh, even where you started and where I started a couple years apart, but like right there in the same city. Um, and I remember that time because 2015 is really when PPC came out. Yep. And, uh, you know, supplements in the gym space. I was also very, very big into like fitness and stuff right at that time too. And so a lot of the brands or like products that we were working with in private label when it came to Amazon started around that supplement space. And so I think it's just uh, as it being one of the harder categories on Amazon, I like to get into a little bit of the details of, of it when we were talking about it. And you're like, well, that's, you know, it was an interesting story. Um, was it like black hat? Was it like, you know, was no, it, uh, so talk to me. Yeah. So, okay. So before we jumped into supplements, we started the software stuff and we were, we had a bunch of brands. My dad had a couple brands with some partners. He had, uh, I had my brand and then he had a brand that he wanted to start with me, which was the supplements. So we started the supplements and 
we learned the hard way. We basically uh, did everything wrong. We sourced supplements from China. Okay. We had the branding and whatnot was done from the Chinese company. It was really good quality, but it's from China. You know, even if it's even if it's the the you know the the best quality in the world, you you know you have to say it's from China, and right there you're killing your sales. Yeah, uh, some of it, some of it, I would say like there's a difference between a consumable coming from China. Yeah. And the, uh, the, uh, the rest of the stuff that's all in our house, right? Because exactly. most of the stuff comes from there. But there's something different about that, I think. Exactly. There's a stigma, whether it's true or false or bad or good. It, there is that stigma of the clientele that you're trying to sell to. If they don't want that, you're not going to sell it, right? So we did a whole bunch of different things bad, uh, wrong in it. We, you know, we, the, the branding, the, the marketing, um, the, the product itself, the lead times, like all of it was just crazy. And we also started off with like 20 different products. Okay. Wow. That's a big launch. Yeah. So it was, you know, we only had like a 500 to a thousand of uh, units of each on our initial, but nonetheless, that's 20 different things. And okay. So we're having to now market each of those, you know, get reviews, get the launch going, like doing all that kind of stuff. And it was just, it was, it was tough. So learning from that, we said, okay, let, let, let's, let's let that brand die and let's start fresh. So we, we started, you know, we looked local, found a, a supplier here, uh, you know, just up in Georgia. And, you know, we, we made our, we started off with, we wanted to not have just a generic thing, right? Uh, a generic product that every other person would have. Um, so we went super niche. We said, okay, we want to find something that's going to be catering to certain types of people who are looking for certain things. And we started with two products. And so that's what kind of got us back on track with the supplements area is we, we did our own branding. We, you know, did, prof you know, professional branding here in the U S um, found a really awesome uh, designer and, um, and then made sure our product was just super high quality and did did everything right after that basically you know how do we uh, make sure our branding is on point we communicate that uh, with our customers we have good customer experience um, we have very fast lead times so you know we're not stocking out on different things and uh, and just started building it up from there so it's it's it was a painful uh you know year and a half of starting off in supplements but um in the end, it was it was good. It was like, okay, now we've learned all the different mistakes. You know, we've learned that there's even some importers who can't even do uh, uh, supplements. You know, they yeah. have to know what they're doing, right? So there's all a whole bunch of different things that we learned from it and gained from it. But um, it was hard on the wallet and hard on yeah. the <laughs> Well, I, I can say that as like, I came from the services side. Like my Amazon journey was like always doing work for others. So like someone like you got, you know, you and your dad would hire me even if you were doing it yourselves, um, you know, to say, Hey, can you like help me with my photos, help me with my copy, help me run my PPC. And, you know, we're just figuring these things out in, the, in those early days. They weren't really like, even like these buckets of, of services, you know, around, uh, Amazon consultants. But one thing I learned early on is one supplements taught me a ton about Amazon, um, and the competitors that were in the supplement space. They were just the most cutting edge. They were, trying, you know, chat bots and giveaways and all, you know, uh, inserts inside bottles and they were doing 3d renderings and, you know, they were doing, they were really pushing the envelope in regards to like, 
innovation and creative ideas on Amazon. And I took that to all different types of categories. Like, you know, 100%. I'm like, they're doing this over here in supplements, these product inserts, these chatbots. Like, we can do this over here in furniture or, you know, whatever the case. Like, it really did teach me a lot. Um, and, and as well on the services side is like, I wasn't putting up $20,000, $50,000 for an inventory run, you know, back then. Uh, as far as the, the pocketbook, I was learning alongside other people, right, on the services side. So just getting more attempts, more attempts, more attempts. I really saw it as, you know, now we're, I'm almost 12 years down the road. Uh, but it's like uh, those attempts just start adding up. And you just like, you're like, okay, I learned this. Okay, I learned this. Okay, I learned this. Okay, I learned this. Okay, messed up here, messed up here, messed up here. Okay, what were our problems here, here, here? And it really just started being like, um, you know, little journeys like that of early on testing stuff. Okay, no, Chinese branding is not the way to go. Okay, with this product, we need US manufacturing. Okay, I need to go, you know, where I need to invest as a high end designer on this type of product. And you just start getting these like puzzle pieces, you know, um, about what works on Amazon and what doesn't. Um, and for me, at least now where I'm at, like those, those opportunities to learn get me excited, because I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, oh, um, and then now I'm able to pass that on to others in regards to like, maybe you should try this, maybe you shouldn't try this, etc. But I think that the those experiences like you had with your dad on the supplement launch one and two um, are what help like create that software. Like we're talking managed by stats, right? We're talking about a software that, you know, softwares that people that Amazon sellers use to manage their accounts. Um, and it's in the struggle of those that you're like, this would be this, you know, I need to see this to really know how we're doing. I really need to see this to know how we're doing. Yeah. Um, where was the software at, I guess, in regards to development at the time of like uh, the second supplement launch? By that time, we had um, probably at least three or four tools um, inside the, the suite of um, software. And um, you know, the main thing was we started off with with metrics, being able to uh, break apart your metrics and see those in a lot more clarity. Um, a lot of sellers at the time were downloading uh, uh, Excel reports. Uh, a lot of sellers still do this, but um, downloading Excel uh, reports and then, you know, going through the information and kind of figuring out, you know, what the details were based off of the different date ranges and the, you know, which products were spending more on ads or were, you know, costing me, costing you more on Amazon fees, trying to figure it all out. Um, so it that, was archaic back then. It was archaic. Uh, it's I archaic. Mean, What's funny, a little side note, a lot of people are still doing that. I've talked to a couple sellers uh, last week and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, there's software that will help you with all those reports that you're downloading. Um, but nonetheless, it's, yeah, we, we were, we were spending four hours uh, on the weekends, downloading this stuff, parsing it, trying to figure it out, you know, doing our, our end of month kind of reconciliation to figure out what money did we actually make from Amazon? Yeah, we have revenue numbers and all that stuff, which is great. But at the end of the day, we only get paid out a certain amount. Why did we only get paid out that, that amount? Which products are eating up too much of, of our payout? And, and then from that payout, what's the splits, you know? We have multiple brands. At that time, we had multiple brands inside of a, a seller account and we mm. had multiple seller accounts. So how do we figure this all out, right? So that's really where, where Managed by Sats came about is how can we take all of this work that we're doing with Excel documents and automate that? 
And uh, so my dad, he, he's, he knows enough programming uh, to be dangerous. So he basically said, okay, this is BS. Let me go create something. So he created his own little, you know, uh, Frankenstein system that would take all these reports, process them all and spit out numbers that were a, a lot more clear, a lot more uh, easy to kind of parse than going through the, the, the reports. And it did it, you know, in a, a millionth of the time. So that was the first thing we, we kind of got that up and running. We've kind of figured out, okay, we, now we know which products we need to put attention on. Now we know which, you know, which products are eating up too much profit. And, you know, we could then concentrate more time on launching new products, finding new products, marketing, et cetera, et cetera. What's the, uh, what's the, uh, saying you can't improve what's not being tracked or am I, am I close? Do you remember that? Yes. Saying? Yep. What's yeah. That? If you're not, if you're not looking at those numbers, you're not going to be able to improve it. You just think that you're doing okay. Yeah. And I, I remember at this time, you know, there was, you know, hello profit is a tool managed by stats is a tool seller board. These weren't all there. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was there. There was managed by stats. Is one mine of it was just, it was hello profit. Um, there was one other one that's not there. I know. I, yeah. I don't think they even exist anymore. Um, and then there was, and then, so we created managed by stats, uh, Helium 10, uh, started uh, a little bit after us as well, but they were all geared towards, you know, launching and ranking products. So they didn't have any kind of metrics at the time. Well, as a consultant, so like, you know, that's how I was, that was my journey in the Amazon space, you know, just all these stories weren't all told and everything, you know, everything was behind closed doors, a lot of what yeah. was happening. And, you know, we didn't really have a community and all these events and they just didn't exist like that. So, um, at least that I knew of. And, um, so, but I would get projects, I'm getting jobs, I'm getting brands, I'm working with, I'm working with them. And the question would come down to like, well, what's my profit? Can you break this all down for me? Can you like, you know, and without these tools, it was like nearly impossible. Yeah. Um, and it was one of the hardest questions that I'm just like, listen, I'm just an Amazon consultant. I need you to figure out your own accounting. Like, you know, um, cause it was just such a heavy lift and you almost had to be like a spreadsheet guru like you had to you know and I'm, I'm i'm honestly more i do think i'm left brain right brain like i'm a hybrid person i'm i'm the, i'm the you know creative person i can dream up the idea and do the work I, yeah. I am that person but more like i can do enough programming to be dangerous you know type if i was to dabble it would be like that yeah and uh for for me it was like it was just super hard to be like okay let me think of all the creative ways to grow this brand and like you know thinking about the platform as this like game and trying to gamify it yeah. And then also be like, okay, now I need to like break down all of these like financial reports and the numbers and none of it made sense. And there wasn't really like these blogs out or YouTube that are telling you how to do this. And if you yeah. weren't a pretty experienced like business person or just like really amazing with like finance, even myself, I really struggled at that time. Yeah. I just, I really remember that, you know, and now it's something that's like, it is uh, required by any brands we're working with to have like cost of goods and you're, you know, you're, I don't want, I, if someone speaks to it, I want to be able to tell them exactly, you know, what profit they're making, what SKUs are profitable and all that. But totally. when this stuff was coming out, when you guys were coming out with this, um, it was a very difficult conversation without the software, at least on the services side. It's so true. And it, it really, it, it's funny because a lot of sellers at the time were just, you know, hey, I'm making this much revenue. I'm, you know, happy that they're making this much revenue. But at the end of the day, they're they're not businessmen they're getting into this they're an entrepreneur they're trying to figure it out 
So they're not putting aside what they should be putting aside for cost of goods, for restocking. Um, you know, they're not thinking with, with marketing costs. They're not thinking with how much can they spend? How much dollars can they spend to get a sale? Like all of this stuff kind of was like new to the community because, you know, we weren't all businessmen. We didn't come from business school. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really what the, our, our first tool was, was basically breaking down all those finances, matching it up, uh, uh, to seller central, but then breaking it apart so you can actually see in detail because Amazon wouldn't even give it to you in detail. Right. So that was our first, first tool. You know, we then added on some, some other stuff to that, like, a, a email automation, uh, to like have communication with your clients and then, uh, some, some graphs, you know, so you can see historical trends. Now you can actually see, okay, am I, am I trending up? Am I trending down? Um, you know, and then being able to actually see groups, so like if instead of just getting a, a payout from Amazon uh, for your whole account, you could see, OK, I have four brands. Uh, how are each one of these brands doing? Which brands are getting me the, the, the profit that is majorly uh, uh, part of that payout? Right. So being able to, to group the data and, and kind of organize it in a way that made sense to you, um, as, you know, we just started adding more and more stuff to it. And now I think there's over 20 different features inside the software. Um, can, I, can we go down memory lane for a second? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first time, and uh, if I get in trouble for this, you just blame it on me. But I think the uh, the first time that I reached out to your dad, actually, uh, it might have been a sales guy, but I think it was your dad at the time, um, was I think there was a service before it was against terms of service, like because we were just innovating out here. You know, we were programmers figuring stuff out. We were like tinkers. We were just like, you know, there wasn't terms of service wasn't memorized backwards and forwards. We were like, you know, just just going right. And and I feel like uh, it was like email a pen or yeah. something like that. Right. Where it was like you're taking your Amazon customers and you're trying to match them up with emails. And uh, it was a service like a yep. done for you service. Right. That would say, hey, we've matched up 70 percent of your customers like um and there was a couple other people trying to do that at that time. But I remember, you know, we obviously did that uh, with Managed by Stats back in the day. Yeah. Um, something I think, I believe it's a service that's retired, right? Uh, but Unfortunately. Yeah, that was what got me to you guys was this, you know, this really, what, so anyone that's listening, what, what that is was, if you're trying to build an off Amazon presence, like a website or an email list or social media or all that kind of stuff, you're trying to get your Amazon customers you know, into that fold of your, you know, your business family fold. So um, whether that was, uh, you know, email append or you're doing inserts, you're trying different things. Um, and that's originally like one of those, and I know you said you have like 20 different tools now, but yeah. one of the tools that got me there um, at first was, was the email append one. Rest yeah, in peace. It, was, it was great. I mean, it was, it was a way to kind of get around the restrictions that were in place uh, in seller central uh, being able to make those customers your own, build out your own list for your own brand and really, you know, start up that conversation with them and make them a, you know, uh, a lifelong client for that brand. And, um, yeah, it, it was, it was cool. It worked well for us. We were, we, I think we essentially like, cause I still own equity in one of the brands that I remember doing it with. And, uh, we did like, you know, any customers that ordered like three times or like, because you couldn't get this kind of data. Like you just couldn't get this kind of data from Amazon, you know, and if you're an e-commerce guy, you know that all this stuff was so, so, so important. And, uh, you know, so we were like, let's get the emails of anyone that's bought from us three times, like, you know, trying to make them VIP customers and things like that. 
um, it definitely felt like the wild west. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we, we retired that I think in uh, September of 2021, unfortunately. Okay. So it hasn't been that long. Yeah. 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 And it, it was, uh, unwillingly retired. Yeah, I know. So that's why I was like, I'm hope I'm not bringing up a, a bad subject, you know, because no, it's, it's, all good. it's all good. Um, okay. both on, you know, legal end and, and with our connections with, uh, with Amazon, it's all good. Well, there was no communication. There was no partnership programs. There was none of this happening. So everything was really kind of like fly by night and figure stuff out as we go. Um, it's funny because now Amazon's starting to create something similar to that where they're, you know, you can reach out to people that have subscribed to your brand and now you can then have, you know, email communication with them. So they know all this stuff. They just didn't want the sellers to have control. Yeah. They're super tight at the beginning and rightfully so. I mean, with all this stuff coming out of people like, you know, hacking Amazon and doing fraudulent stuff and counterfeit stuff is like, in, in some ways as a consultant, I liked a fair playing field because I was trying to do stuff the right way. And, and you know, so uh, teach their own. Uh, um, I want to take us into like, you know, manage my stats today and in the carbon six relationship and everything that's going on before I do shout out to our sponsor, full scale.io finding expert software developers doesn't have to be difficult, especially when you visit full scale.io where you can build a software team quickly and affordably. Use the full-scale platform to define your technical needs and then see what available developers, testers, and leaders are ready to join your team. Visit school, visit fullscale.io to learn more. So let's talk a little bit about the relationship between Managed by Stats and Carbon6. Um, how exactly does that relationship work? I know that uh, every company kind of stands on its own. You guys are part of this family, family of companies. Uh, I obviously am a uh, Carbon Six ambassador. Um, you know, I'm, I'm using several of the tools myself, and um, you know, partner up with the team at different events, like uh, the, the one we were just at in, in Tampa. Uh, talk to me about like when that happened for you guys, like what that looks like now. Yeah, totally. So um, we joined up with Carbon Six in uh, September of last year, so um, pretty recent, and. Um, it's it's been a rocket ride it's it's um the beauty of carbon six is that it's taking all of these tools that an amazon seller needs putting them into an ecosystem but not just um not just combining all the software and you know uh, uh making it one suite right that's you know that's been talked about forever um but really keeping the the people that are the uh minds and creators and uh, uh, entrepreneurs themselves who created these companies, keeping these, these people in these companies to help kind of um, streamline everything that's being done between them. So, you know, as an example, uh, we managed by stats, we've had the idea in our software of creating a, a uh, login and you have all of your tools, right? So we we did that for a lot of different tools. There's many things that we don't have that we wanted to build, right? But um, now with Carbon6 and joining up with Carbon6, we can easily integrate with these tools that we're missing. And we can kind of take the data points that we have between the different tools and help the seller understand their business a lot faster, um, be able to, to find pit, uh, pitfalls in them and be able to take action on them. So. The ecosystem now is basically you have these 20 different companies um, that are all tied together uh, organizationally with, you know, with the executives and, and, and staff of these companies. And we're all working together to 
improve areas where we might be falling in one um, with data from another or with uh, uh, insight or coaching or direction or whatever from these other other people. So we have, you know, we have Tim Jordan, we have uh, the people at SoStocked, uh, we have uh, data driven, we have so many different tools that are that are innovative right now that have either come about really recently or have been here for a long time. And people who are coaches and um, just people who care, they're entrepreneurs themselves and they care about teaching others uh, how to be successful on Amazon. And so all of these people together are kind of pushing these these tools in a, in a direction that is going to be even more helpful or more beneficial for um, all the clients of the different softwares. I so, love it. It sounds it sounds sounds like a heavy lift from the outside. Just, um, you know, I know so many people that are part of now part of the Carbon Six, you know, family. What they were they were software founders or, um, you know, thought leaders or coaches before. Um, so, you know, I personally know a, a lot of the team. Um, but from the outside, it's like, wow, getting all of these brilliant minds and these independent entrepreneurs working together sounds sounds like a lot of fun. Um, but I'm sure like that is one thing from that, that I see that's like really, really cool is, um, you know, obviously like working with you guys in the past. Uh, now you're part of Carbon Six. You've been acquired. You join that and you're still there and still being able to have those relationships uh, definitely makes it feel like it's still the same company. Um, you know, versus like they're changing the name completely and you're like, well, I don't remember any of that before. And, um, you know, it's just nice. It's a different, it's a different approach to what I've experienced in the past. Yeah. And that's, I think that's one of the main elements of like other companies that have kind of rolled up. Um, they've, they've not gone this route and, um, talking to a lot of sellers. Uh, I talk to a lot of sellers every week. Um, there's an element that is missing in these other tools um, because they went that route. And it's, it's you know, it's, um, what's the right terms? It's, it's basically, it's more corporate, more business, you know, instead of what a, an Amazon seller needs, you know? And uh, we I just hear that a lot. So I think that the, the, the beauty of Carbon Six is that it's, it's, keeping this whole system in place where these people who've been in the trenches, who know the stuff, who have the history, you know, um, it's, it's all still there. It's all still connected. And, um, yeah, I think that's, that's what the, the clients are going to benefit most from. No, I love it. Okay. Um, as we round out here, talk to me about like just one takeaway, like what's one thing that you think managed by SaaS can really help Amazon sellers with, uh, and maybe we've already covered it, but, you know, um, one thing that you're like, if you're an Amazon seller listening to podcasts, you're like, okay, the thing sounds cool. I guess it like makes, you know, uh, troubleshooting and reporting a little bit easier. Um, but like one solid thing that like, if you're an Amazon seller, managed by SaaS can help you with this. Yeah, I think the well, the kind of the thing that stands out for managed by stats uh, between all the different softwares that are out there is really the management concepts that have been built into it that help someone who's not necessarily a business inclined or, you know, hasn't been selling on Amazon for a long time or someone who is a pro seller, but needs to put their attention on marketing or other things. These management concepts that we've built into it um, help the seller basically know that what they're doing is the right thing to be doing. And when they do those actions, they can see the results on their on their metrics. So 
Um, the elements that we've built out are a KPI dashboard that is uh, makes your attention that 80-20 thing of like, what should I be putting my attention on? This dashboard uh, helps direct your eyeballs into that area. And uh, it was built out in a very smart way, which is from years of talking with sellers uh, uh, who've been using Managed by Stats, things that they do, elements that they look at, what they actually look at, when they should look at it, what kind of uh, intervals they should look at these things in. And so this dashboard is built out to help uh, any manager, any uh, uh, professional seller get a quick view of what area of their business they need to be working on. And then it helps them dive into that area. Um, there's also uh, smart notifications that are built into these KPIs so that you can, if you're going to go to a convention, if you're going to go on vacation, if you're going to be away from the computer for any kind of time, you know that you have uh, uh, notifications that are going to be based off of actual metrics, uh, sales trends, profit trends, uh, your reviews, this kind of stuff. So instead of just getting alerts on images, changing title changes, this kind of stuff, uh, hijackers, you're getting notifications on, yeah, your sessions dipped, you know, your, your uh, impressions went to zero, right? Getting you know, management type notifications. So those are built in as well. And then being able to to scale. So taking all that kind of stuff and seeing trends, um, seeing uh, uh, minute details for what product might be the cause of your profits dipping that week. Um, so that's really where I think we stand out is there's you know probably six or seven management concepts that have been built into the tools that help you just go, okay, see this, I see this problem. I go over here. This is this. Okay, good. This is what I need to do. And you now have confidence in knowing that the actions you're taking right now are the most important actions you should be taking on your business. You get that resolved. You can see the metrics changing from that result and you can go, you know, work on marketing, new product, whatever it is. Mark, that's, that's great. You're exactly right. And I think, you know, you can only do so many things and, you know, your brain, like you can only handle so many like notifications, inputs, like whatever. Right. And at some level, at some point you have to be like, okay, this is, this area is good enough. I need to move on to something else. I need to move on to something else, especially when you're getting started at the beginning. I think for me, the Amazon events or software like this that's scoring me or these different things like that for me as an entrepreneur were more validating than educational. Yeah. So for me, it was like, I don't have anybody telling me I'm doing the right thing or I'm working on the right thing or I'm focused on the right thing. Even if I'm doing a great job, there's no one telling me that, you know? So uh, that validation, like, okay, uh, are we going the right direction? Because a lot of the changes, a lot of the things you need to do on Amazon are not overnight success changes. They're things that happen over a trend period of time. And what you're really looking for is the smallest incremental change that continues to change up or down or sideways, right? So, um, you know, for me, these kinds of tools are almost like a peace of mind thing. Um, okay. Like, like you said, it tells you where to focus. And I think like, I don't think I'm that unique in, com in comparison to everybody else in regards to like, we all have the things that we like to work on, right? Like we're good at, at the back end or we're good at PPC or we're good at, you know, graphic design or we're good at uh, product ideation or we're good at, pack, you know, whatever it is, we have our strengths and our weaknesses. Um, and I think a lot of times we can find ourselves like, I'm just going to go check the PPC one more time or I'm going to go, you know, like check my inventory levels or like, I'm gonna go back to the warehouse and do a walkthrough or like, you know, these, these things we do. Right. And, um, I think that these tools can really help be an accountability partner for smaller teams, right? If you have a bigger team, like you all kind of like 
keep each other accountable based on what you're working on. You're talking, you have your roles, but when it's just you, uh, me, myself and I, or like, you, you know, you and a couple of VAs, let's say, or like you're an Amazon seller getting started. Um, I think that those KPI dashboards and like the thing is, is you talk about that, like, Hey, we've created this KPI dashboard to help you know where to focus on. But like, for me, I can just remember before that was a thing, you know, I, I, I even was trying to use Google data studio and all types of things to just be able to be like, where can I look in one spot to just be like, is all hell breaking loose? Are we okay? I, I planned on working on this today, but do I need to check through, you know, if you're looking for like an image to press, or you're looking at like all the little things that can go wrong on Amazon in any given day, you could spend a large majority of your day going through every listing and making sure something different hap- didn't happen. And if you're a ser- on the services side, like an agency, um, you know, we have account managers, they have accounts, like, you know, we're not going through every listing in a thousand listing account and being like, okay, did an image get suppressed today? Okay, did we had seven images, now there's two images, what happened? You know, all these things ca- can happen, right? And it's like, you didn't do anything wrong, it just went from seven images to two. Um, but getting these types of things in place can really give you that peace of mind. Kind of like when you're you're just getting started as an entrepreneur, at least for me, and I had I couldn't sleep at night. I had all this stuff in my head. And it wasn't until I started like getting out a pen and, and paper, and I'd never really done that before, where I just like wrote, wrote you know, in a journal or wrote all my notes down and uh, started getting organized. But I, you know, and you're just writing it all down. And once it's just there, it's just like this peace of mind, right? That it's like, look, everything I was thinking about or need to check is right here. Um at least that I can think of. And that's kind of what those, those dashboards do for, for an entrepreneur that might be losing, that might be learning managerial skills for the first time. Cause those are completely different um, skills, entrepreneurship and, and management, you know, and, and for me, entrepreneurship has been much easier than management uh, just as a person. So a lot of these tools, um, the requirements for us on the agency side, number one, it just keeps everybody honest and making sure we're checking the right things. Um, but it really helped me take that step into telling me what to focus on. And I think people, people under, um, not underestimate, but undervalue, uh, you know, what, what a system like that can do for your business. Fully. It's funny because, um, the reason we created the dashboard was because we had all these big sellers, professional sellers who wanted to be able to know, because as a, as a seller, you know, after a couple of years of selling on Amazon, you know, a lot, you know, the basics, if this is, you know, if you're dedicatedly putting your time into it, you there's so many different things you can be doing on Amazon. And there's so many things that you learn. But if you look, if you just look at, okay, my, my sales are going down. Okay. But, but why are they going down? It yeah, could be why? your PPC. It could be a hijacker. It could be, you know, uh, uh, review. stuff, right. There could be so many different things. And so I think the beauty of, of our, our KPI dashboards that are customizable and there's, uh, there's a bunch of different elements to them, the beauty of them, it really helps that professional seller go, this is the thing I need to go concentrate on. And the, you might know a plethora of things that you could do, but yeah, they're going to have to pertain to this area. So you know that you handle that and now your sales are going to start going up. Um, it just it, it just helps with that mindset. And I think that's that's kind of the the beauty of it is it just gives you that confidence. Yeah, that's the area I need to go work on. Good. You know, and then back on to whatever it, whatever it is that you want to do on expansion. Even on the agency side, um, you know, trying to grow a team, trying to scale a team, yep. m- multiple brands, right? Like we've got 50 plus. 
um, you know, but you're, you're training new staff and you're like, you know, this gives them a baseline for what they should be focused on, what they should be working on. Um, so even if you're on, if you're a seller trying to scale out or have some, have a VA check your, check your account, or you're an agency trying to train new account managers, um, not all of them have 12 years experience, you know? So, uh, you know, pull, pulling all these Excels and cross-referencing everything and triple checking this and that, and everyone has to start somewhere. And these is a great, like, to me, these tools are great, um, for, to give them confidence, yeah. right? So even giving, passing it down to other people of your team and having them become, so you're like, explain the dashboard you're telling them what's important you're saying hey these are the things i need you to check every single day uh as you can see on this account like this is the showing where we we can uh improve or get better um okay what are all the areas in that you know that metric that we could that we could be focused on what does that say to you what does that speak to you and it just gives you a different starting point um you know for those conversations with your team as you're scaling out your account team um you know that could be a team of one that could be a team of, of 40 uh, you know, they've all got their place. Um, so, and, and, and as well as you're trying to be lean, as you're trying to scale, as you're trying to not just have, you know, 40 employees, the, the check listings, um, you know, it's a way to be efficient. So it's a way to, not just in the Amazon business, but in, in your team that's running the Amazon business. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Okay. So as we, as we round out, Mark, um, last question I have for you is, what's something you guys are working on right now that, uh, that you guys, that you're excited about? Um, in the business and then person uh, as Mark. Sweet, yeah, so I think in the business, um, the thing that I'm most excited about is something that I've had a dream of creating inside of Managed by Stats, uh, but now that we're, we're partnered up with uh, Carbon6, um, we are working on some, there's, there's some integration that's gonna come about that's gonna help make the metrics way more actionable. So now you, instead of just having metrics and having to figure out what area of the business, you know, you need to concentrate on, which our tools help you do, you then have to go, okay, what actions should I be taking? And how, how are all those things going to relate to that thing that I'm working on? So there's some really cool integration that we're working on right now that is going to make that, um, super clear, super easy. And, um, yeah, so I think that's the thing that I'm most excited about. That's the thing that's going to help, I think, a ton of different sellers, both agencies, professional sellers, the newer seller, um, really help them kind of zero in on, on what actions should they be taking each week. Um, so that's something that that's uh, coming down the pike. And uh, personally, it's, it's really just um, spending time with my kids, getting out there, kind of uh, connecting with nature again. I... Uh, I, I used to live in California, love the hills, love going on hikes, uh, love just kind of like soaking that up, um, everything that's out there. So um, doing that more here in Florida and, um, but yeah, just kind of connecting with nature and not in a funky way, but uh, in a kind of getting out there, getting some space. I, I, I go bike riding and stuff. And um, so yeah, connecting with nature. No, I love that. I, um, I'm in my thirties and I, I grew up in, in Africa. Uh, and it was not like the outdoors was not as, as though I loved Africa, you know, parts of Africa and all that kind of stuff. It was also like, 
lots of bugs. I, I'm a ginger. I would get sunburned. Like, you know, I'm talking about the bugs in Africa that make you just like feel like you're living in hell, you know, just like very, um, you know, pests uh, and, and snakes and just dangers everywhere. Right. So there was literally dangers in nature everywhere out there. And we were not living like in a city. We were out there. So um, that was like, a you know, a big part of my life, 16 years old come back anything outdoors kind of just felt like at one point I lived in a in a cement hut without uh screens or electricity to put it in perspective so I've I've been out there right as a kid and uh so not not a lot of Americans can say that you know um you know so I, I definitely had this like perspective of nature in regards to just being kind of like tough and not luxurious and like you know so to me AC is like luxurious you know and um but now I'm in my, you know, mid thirties, the pandemic, you know, opened up a lot of eyes too, where we had just like more time to be outside because there wasn't as much to do. And, um, I, I took a trip to Costa Rica. I've taken a couple trips like, uh, with friends that kind of just like reacquainted me with my love of nature. Cause I really am just this little African boy that love being outside and, um, a few traumatizing events, not a whole childhood of them. Right. And so, um, it's been amazing. I got myself a kayak, uh, in the pandemic and just like, you know, I find a lot of inspiration. And as a techie, I think this is part of it too, is that like, I got so passionate about tech and innovation and, and e-com cause I saw what it could do for my life and my family, you know, that you just go all in and you're just like, you know, you're always in front of a screen or a computer. Cause you're just like creating, 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 building, building, building. But as I've gotten these things in my life, it's interesting to because outdoors didn't make me money. Outdoors didn't like, you know, really push me forward. Outdoors didn't like do any of those things back then. They, it was like leisure time. I didn't have a lot of it. And um, a lot of things to do outside that I like to do, they can cost money or take a trip or like whatever. Um, I say all that to just say like it's coming full circle for me as well. Um, where a lot of the innovation or like innovative ideas or creative ideas I feel like I've been inspired with lately are actually coming from nature, um, which is, is different for me. Uh, you know, so I've been, I've been kind of chasing and chasing waterfalls, pun intended, uh, but waterfalls and mountaintops and just anything with big sky, um, you know, because it's, it's like, I've had to find ways to be like, what, what continues to like, um, inspire me. Yeah. You know, and it's not, it's not usually people, you know, honestly, it's not always just these destinations. Um, it's just, you know, be, there's something about being connected to water and, you know, being out in the green. Uh, so I'm jealous of you there in Clearwater. I'm here in Kansas city and it's cold. Um, but no, I love that. We'll have to like link up on a trip or something. I know Dana from, uh, your team is, uh, out fishing in the glades somewhere. He's on a cross country Jeep ride, I think, or something. He's so an outdoors he enthusiast. Yeah, he had me super stoked. And uh, I was like, Man, well, I'm trying to I'm trying to plan a trip down there, too. So, no, I love that. You know, thanks for sharing just, you know, a little bit about yourself, your own journey and, and what's going on there at Managed by Stats. Like you guys are obviously a big player in the space and um, I've really enjoyed you sharing how you guys can help help sellers. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, no problem. I know we ran it back. Um, shout out again to our sponsor, fullscale.io. Um, they have the people and the platform to help you build and manage a team of experts. When you visit fullscale.io, all you need to do is answer a few questions and let the platform match you up with fully vetted, high experienced team of software engineers, testers, and leaders at Fullscale. They specialize in building long-term teams that work only for you. Learn more when you visit fullscale.io. Hustlers, thanks for tuning in uh, to this episode of Startup Hustle. We'll see you next time.
Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. Oh, 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 oh,